Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yetz Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be talking about social engineering and narcissism. Social engineering is defined as the use of centralized planning in an attempt to manage social change and regulate the future development and behavior of a society. Social engineering can happen in a multitude of ways. Firstly, and most specifically through the media, by being able to create certain reactions, emotions, specifically fear in a population, pushing them to do certain reactionary behaviors. Next, the politicians, leaderships, governments, they're able to manipulate the perceptions of the people along with creating laws and regulations that manipulate the people's living conditions. Next, TV and movies are able to manipulate the ideas of relationships and family life to manipulate and create cultural norms, family norms. And lastly, magazines and pop culture create idols in celebrities that affect self-image and how one should dress and appear. Social engineering is done in order to influence the masses, so there is a change that is chosen by society, by the masses, without realizing the true influence behind that choice and the changes they are making. With narcissistic abuse, narcissists need their victim to choose the abuse. This is why they need to be so deceptive. By covertly manipulating the victim to see the abuse as love and mixing in a concoction of pleasure and pain, victims choose the abuse, not realizing that there is a lethal game being played. In addition, because many childhood abuse victims are usually have had been abused in childhood, they may in fact have a very distorted idea of love and connection. They may expect love to be accompanied by abuse, which is why they may put up with abuse even if it is painful because really of the love or the seeming love that they feel that is, that is coming alongside the abuse. The same way a narcissist manipulates victims to accept abuse is very similar how social engineers, who are in many instances narcissists and sociopaths, manipulate society to choose their very own abuse, their very own slavery. By slowly making it making a social norm and then making it perfectly okay for this abuse and to be a slave and to really find it perfectly normal and acceptable and almost embrace it sometimes. Because we are so heavily influ- influenced and human beings in general are very heavily influenced by assumptions and suggestions and attitudes, even something as simple as a billboard could be considered social engineering. It implies a norm or an expectation from a society member who responds to purchasing or changing a behavior uh, to something new and really changing their lifestyle based on it. In addition, controlling communication is another way of social engineering. The world, the world, the words that a society uses, the attitudes, general consciousness, create a norm. Once you manipulate these, you can really control many people because people tend to believe, perceive, and do things in bunches or in quote-unquote herds. In this way, relationships are heavily controlled with media, news, movies, etc. because it controls the norm of communication between people, thus mimicking the triangulation that occurs within relationships between two narcissistic abuse victims and their narcissistic abuser. It isn't difficult to socially engineer necessarily. It takes deception and secrecy. It's not difficult to narcissistically abuse. It just takes unawareness and victims who are out of the loop as to the true intentions of the abuser. 
When a person is socially engineered or influenced by social engineering, they are by definition not living in alignment with their true authentic self. They are living a deceptive lie. In addition, a person who is engineered is being controlled, which means someone somewhere is profiting off of their unawareness and servitude, although they may not see it or be aware of their role in their slavery. Social engineers or narcissistic abusers spend countless time studying people and what gives them pleasure, what moves them, what manipulates them, and presses on these sensitive emotional elements. This is in order to coerce, manipulate, control, abuse, much like a rat in a lab, which is watched for reactions with different chemicals, for example, and then studied for their responses. Social engineering isn't inherently bad, necessarily. It is only lethal when those in charge are sociopathic and are using it to create bondage and slavery as well as emotional, psychological, and spiritual exploitation in victims. Social engineers get away with their atrocities since they are able to hide their intentions. They are a master at crowd and population control and therefore can do horrific damage with millions without leaving a trace. Jim Morrison, whoever controls the media controls the mind. This statement summarizes how the media can control and create social change, social societal clashes, and manipulate consciousness and perceptions in the masses, causing them to choose it as if they are the cause, but in reality, reality they have been subtly manipulated and gaslit into doing so with social engineering tools. People being controlled, slavery has been around forever. Now more than ever, covert narcissists are able to manipulate high-level change with the use of social media and many other platforms, which as we enter the age of technology, it is not difficult to do as most people are heavily reliant on technology for their information and communication. So what is the solution to negative social engineering? The answer is, or lies in the fact that each person needs to see how they are in fact an influence and programmed by, from early childhood, first by parents and then later by culture and society. Identifying your childhood programming and then ultimately deprogramming, deprogramming yourself means identifying your wounds, emotional bondage, and reactivity. And finally, the negative core belief, self-talk, that keeps you stuck in the past and connected to the herd mentality. It means thinking for oneself and becoming one's true self. It means challenging external stimuli and messages that society accepts as truth. This is not easy as these programs are deep in the psyche since early childhood. I refer to this, and it is often referred to as a spiritual awakening, and often appears as a breakdown of your old faulty programming collapses, revealing the spirit within. Breakdowns in society occur when, there's, when they are built on lies, deception, and faulty programming. That ultimately happens when social engineering goes very wrong, and people believe negative stories and lies. One of the things about the mind map therapy system in which I use is that it helps to identify your childhood program, but also identifies how it has been reinforced by society. It helps you deprogram yourself so that you can create new storylines, new self-talk, new ideas, new thoughts, new beliefs and then thus create a life based on that. This is vital work, because if you are operating out of a faulty program, it is going to mean you are out of alignment with your true authentic self, which by definition means dis-ease. Illnesses, sicknesses occur in that, in that way. When you align with your true authentic self, connect to source, you are ultimately in health. Therefore, it is imperative to begin with yourself, aligning with your authentic self before you do communicate with others and relate to others in a healthy way, Many times we attract people who reflect back the faulty programming. Therefore, it is important to look within, heal within, and ultimately that way, heal without. I would be honored to help you on your healing journey to identify your programming, how it's leading to a breakdown, and ultimately help you shift into a mindset of health. Please do reach out.
I can be reached at yitzyrtz at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. I'd love to get on the phone with you and chat about how I can be of service to you. Once again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. An absolute pleasure to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the best.